Body and Mind Factory podcast. I'm your host, Blake Morrison. Ah, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, me. Now, for those who follow me on Instagram have seen my absolute bipolar moment in the last three hours, uh, I've, um, I don't know, I learnt my own lesson here, which is even like, more interesting. So I recorded this podcast already. Uh, I actually got up from the podcast and like fist pumped the air and said to Bianca, like, that was the best one I've ever done. Um, went to work, we've tried to upload it and the file has been corrupted. So we're going for round two and I challenge myself to look at this differently and that's what we're going to be talking about on this podcast around COVID and, and what we can do and the things that we can help ourselves to make this a better situation than uh, what we have now and to help people, anyone that's struggling out there. So that's my challenge, to make it better than the one that just is completely gone. It is done. I can't go back and get it. So I'm going forward and trying to fucking bring it back even better. So guys, I'm coming to you today. I've made a little commitment to myself, you know, while this time is down, um, to really challenge myself to do more podcasts. Um, Those who know me, it probably seems a surprise that I struggle to do them because I guess I confidently coach people daily. But uh, for anyone that's been on the podcast with me will understand it's it's a different beast and it's a different thing that to, to deal with. So uh, the challenge is mine to, to take on. I've accepted it and I'm going to do more podcasts over the next few months, guys. So stay tuned um, while we're all at home or in in uh, quarantine, COVID, or whatever we're going to call this thing. Um, yeah, I'll just try and stay connected by giving you these messages and give, bringing some positivity and bringing you, I know, my thoughts and um, some information. So pretty much, guys, today is based on what I've seen uh, through this current situation, current moment, current environment environment of COVID, corona, um, and... What I've seen, and I guess my tips, and I don't by any means, you know, uh, I guess I'm not a, a, a genius on any of these areas. I don't think anyone is. It's all brand new to everyone, but um, there's some things that I definitely think that I have, um, I can see over 10 to 15 years of, of uh, training people and, and watching human behavior and being successful in turning things around and getting results with people's mental health and physical health that I can see that uh, could really work at this current uh, time and and environment. The first thing that I I guess I want to address is is, is, uh, the language we're using. Uh, I've noticed, and people, again, this is not everyone, but I've I've noticed that um, we're using like uh, quarantine and 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 lockdown and things like that and i really think we have to be mindful around the language you use around around you know what this current situation is we we are not um in comparison to italy or to america um where they're in full lockdown um we're in a in what we you would call is is called self-isolation so you're choosing self meaning me um yes there's some uh, 
definitely things we need to abide by, but we have to understand it's become a self-isolation. So that's a self-regulated thing that we are isolating um, to, we're choosing to isolate to reduce our risk to catching uh, the virus. Now, you you obviously choose your limit on that, um, but I have seen that people are probably... Um, yeah, buying into that that language and language is so important. It's super. You've heard me said it on this podcast many a time. The people that know me and they get coached by me, that I'm 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 really really strong in how what language we use, and how we portray that out into the world. The more you say it out loud, the more real it becomes. So yeah, just being mindful of that. You know, are you creating a jail? You know. A, quarantine jail or are we creating a place of like i don't know a self-isolation utopia like are you doing things that you could be doing are you spending this time um you know be, you know working on things that you could be you know are you reconnecting with yourself and gathering a reset and getting some rest and recovery that you may have needed it's really really important around that that terminology that that articulation of how, what this current situation is you know, so if I guess if you look at it uh, on the opposite of that, if you know, if we talk about affirmations, we talk about affirming um, things out loud, creating a positive reaction. The exact same thing happens when you have negative thoughts or negative words or negative connotation around words. You get that visceral reaction, meaning that you take that action or reaction on. You know, if, uh, simply as like um, saying the word anxious or suffering you feel that straight away. It's like a, a feel word, you know? So, um, you know, if you start to say those, those things, like, you know, I'm locked in, I'm, I'm stuck, I'm, um, yeah, I, I'm quarantined or that kind of thing. I think you have to be really, really mindful that, you know, there are some people that have gone into a two-week quarantine because they've been in contact with people that are sick, but there are also a lot of others that are just saying that um, just because that's the sort of terminology that's being used. I know that you know that some people are more frivolent with you know how much they're moving around and all that kind of stuff. But you know, guys, you can still go to the beach. You can still go for a walk. You can still use your local parks. Um, yeah, you can you can definitely still do a lot of things. We're definitely not in a jail. We're in a self-imposed isolation period um, to keep us you know clear of uh, a virus. Um, you know, and you can be working on increasing your immune system working on your health so that you're at a greater, you know, we worry about these things, but we could also be working on, you know, increasing our immune system to be a, a higher um, or a lower risk uh, um, capacity than even just getting in contact with people and that kind of stuff as well, guys. So I guess, yeah, it's just, you know, I don't want to be going too far into, you know, whether, you know, COVID this, COVID that, what it, where it's come from, who it's done, like all that stuff. You know, is irrelevant. I'm talking about just genuinely the the stuff that I've noticed and things that I think could could be a helpful daily practice to get us into a more positive mindset. So first thing was just watching our language around, you know, you know what we're saying we are in at the current um, time. You can see that, you know, I've also seen you know, a few people like I think it was Benny Marnie shared something. Um, you know, a couple of days ago, and it was, you know, this is a time to reflect, and we've actually been gifted this time to look back on our 
previous life lifestyle and make adjustments. Uh, you know, see if there are things there that we want to leave there. I know that that's one of the first things that I said to my to my members and my my family and my BMF crew that let's look, let's use this time to be you know looking for opportunities. Let's use this time as a reset button. There's not very often that you know people will get an opportunity like this again to really look at their lives and see whether what way they want to a new direction. It's like nearly a reset button or, you know, I know as a business owner, it's, at times you can box yourself into decisions that you've made and it's hard to uh, change them. Well, this is an opportunity to change that and try new things and, and bounce and get feedback and all that kind of stuff. So I think that, yeah, even just around that, you know, seeing this as a gift, seeing this as an opportunity to, to create change um, can be a better spin on, you know, um, you know, the way that, I guess we can be looking at it, you know. Um, I've also noticed that when we are connecting, or you know, uh, this is probably past actually in the last, you know, and I guess week week because we're getting used to a, the new 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 normal. But I found that you know we, a lot of people are playing the game of you know who's got it worse, and yeah. That's uh, just not a really good game to be playing. You know, no one wins for one, <laughs> um, and yeah, it doesn't leave us in an inspired or positive place when we leave that conversation. You know, so I know like it's one one epic moment in time that we have actually had now where we are all actually impacted in our own way um, due to the you know, circumstances. You know, things like. Some, some businesses are going better than they ever have. So on the other side of it, but they're so stressed because they've had, got so much work to get done that they don't have enough hours in the day. Um, they can't do the work that, as they normally would because the you know, restrictions and different things are placed on businesses. Um, but their workload is so high. So they've got a different kind of stress, but they've got a stress. Then you've got the other length of it where you've got you know, someone, you know, um, that's lost their job completely. Then you've got someone, you know, like myself that has, you know, when we were in my industry, as you all know, is like the first one that was in, you know, within the first, you know, uh, restrictions was one of the first ones to be closed down. But then we can bounce and we have ways in which we can uh, reinteract with people and bring value to people. Um, we just have to do that. We have to do the work. We have to do groundwork that we've never done before. I'm on the laptop and computer more than I've ever, ever, ever been, um, you know, compared to being in front of people, you know. So there's all these different little things. And I guess if we play the game of who's got it worse, like we're never going to win. We we. I, I talk about it, you know, at the gym sometimes. I said, you know what, fuck it, guys. We can all sit down in a, in a circle if you want and throw our shit into the fire and figure out who's got it worse, but no one's winning. So let's just get on and get on, uh, get on, get over it and get on with it. Um, so, you know, like that game um, of playing, you know, who's, who's got it worse, I think that's a space where we can, we can change our language again and we can talk to people that, are, that, we're, that we're with and around and we can... Yeah, I, I guess one of my actions that I tried to try to do, and I think it was helpful in the first instance, and I'm really, really trying to connect to myself and do this more, more often than every single interaction I have with people, because the interactions are less, so they're more important. Is that I'm actually looking at the conversation of 
when I'm going to it is how is this person impacted by this current environment? You know, um, is one of their partners lost their job or has um, it impacted them mentally? Has it impacted their children? Has it done this? You know, like multiple ways. And, and I'm looking at like how have they been impacted, not getting into that game of like, oh, but this happened to me and this is, was, oh, yeah, like we're getting that tit for tat sort of style. Come into that conversation with, with that genuine open heart and that care of like, how's this person been impacted? And, um, you know, looking at it from their perspective, and I guess if we have two people meet in a conversation like that, um, we're going to get a better outcome. So, you know, like, yeah, go to your interactions with your, your family members, your friends, you know, your, yeah, and it might be like, even if they're busy, even if they're more busy, you don't, under, like, we never understand anyone else's stress. So how they react to that is is on them. But yeah, we don't. We we never in, in someone else's shoes, so it's it's nice to um, just put ourselves in that place and see, you know, where the, how they'd be hurting, how they'd be feeling, and you know, coming from a place of compassion rather than, you know, I've got it, I I've got it pretty bad as well. You know, we can definitely play that game, but I just don't feel like it's um, a very very successful one or a very very helpful one, and uh, that's my little goal with all my interactions to try and keep it in a sense of like how are they impacted and how could I possibly help, I guess, um, in making some ease of that current situation. So like I said, guys, these are are things that I've noticed over the time. One of the first things that I really, really noticed as soon as this in this the environment shifted and the government come out and said they're going to put restrictions in and um, all these things was the uncertainty. Uncertainty is one of, and you may have heard me say before, you may follow me on Instagram and you, you may know that my business is built on the six human needs. One of the six human needs is, is uncertainty. Um, and being able to, or sorry, is certainty, not uncertainty, is, is certainty. And being having being able to have a level of certainty in your life creates a much more um, harmonic life. Um, if you, I'll try and relate it down to you know, if you can, if you know where your next uh, meal is coming from, if you know you're going home to a running toilet, if you know that your partner is going to be there for you, if you know that um, your car is going to start. All these types of things that create certainty in our life um, were stripped away in a really, really quick instance, and it was really, really troubling for a lot of people. Like I would say, everyone that level of uncertainty with with the six human needs. I'm actually going to cover those in a in a podcast coming up, so I won't go too deep on them. But I'm going to unravel those for you and and talk to you about them. But certainty is generally 98% of people it is in the top three now they're needing that certainty Um, also variety is in those six human needs and that's something that's also been I guess ransacked at the moment by you know you can't go to the shops you can't do this you can't go to a restaurant you can't get your hair cut Um, you know very I guess (laughs) um, third world problems or first world problems I should say um, but again, this is being stripped away from your normality. That certainty and that variety has been is being stripped away. So it's two of the 
major human needs just ripped out. And that was something that I immediately tried to address in my BMF family, in my in our in our uh, online forum or our connection together. Um, also with my close circle of friends. So um, one of the first things that I suggested to our BMF family was that um, we reach out to those in our close circle circles and reassure those people around you that they have a level of certainty from you. So one of my things that I did was I have a very, very strong small circle of men that I, I, I are great mates with that have been with me in good and bad times and I trust uh, with my life and my family's life and I reached out to these guys and I said, no matter what guys, what happens through this current you know, situation that I'm always going to be here for you from being a shoulder to lean on to giving you a roll of toilet paper to minding your kids. I may not be able to give you help in a financial um, you know, way, but if I can, I will. Um, you know, We don't know what's going to happen to businesses, but I tell you right now, I will be there standing by your side when, um, when, when or if the shit hits the fan for any of them. And then every single one of those guys, 100% come to the party. They all did the exact same thing. And that level of certainty that I then felt in my heart just reassured me that no matter what, fuck, we'll be okay. You know, and and that is really really helpful. I then have a group of people that you know that I I, I work with and I I, I coach um, every 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 single week, every single day or whatever. And there was a group, small group of those people that rang me and, and contacted me and talked with me straight away and and they reassured me they did me they did me a massive um favor and and reassured me that we were all gonna i was gonna be okay the gym was gonna be okay and and no matter what it will survive um and i can i'll be forever grateful to those people um because that level of certainty that you can get is can be massively, massively helpful moving forward. As soon as the government said that they were going to give job seeker or job keeper um, uh, help, that straight away gave people a level of certainty, a level of um, uh, less stress straight away. You know, less panic. Um, you know, so you can see how immediately that that certainty feeling. Um, once sort of ramified, it, it can be very, very helpful, guys. So if you've got people around you, just reach out to them. Um, like, yeah, it might be the smallest of things, but you could, if you can just uh, reassure the people around you that they're going to be okay and that we're all in it together and we're sticking together, um, it's pretty, pretty powerful. If you don't feel like you have that, then reach out to people. Um, try and create your level of certainty to, to um, increase that. You know, so we, we've tried to do it with our members, with our training and all that kind of stuff. So having, you know, the Facebook group open, having my phone number always open to call me if you ever need me. Um, you know, and that's, we try and do those little, tiny little things as well to, to help along the way. But that was one thing that I really, really noticed was, you know, one of our six human needs was, was taken from us. Um, and we wanted to, I guess, you know, um, 
we need to try and replace or find a new level of certainty in that as well, guys. So that was something I've, I've noticed, and um, I guess that was something that was I tried to do to create a bit of ease there. Um, one of the the next things that I guess then definitely not in order. I just was just just watching and um, recognizing. I guess as a coach, you I guess study, you know, being aware because you've got to watch people's form and what they do, and I guess you start to you get, start to get a better feel for that. You start to watch people all the time. I, I'm a big people watcher. I watch reactions. I watch situations, and I guess this is why I'm I'm sharing these these things. I don't mean at all to be judgmental. It's just just watching and trying to find a space where I can help in between. Um, but I found that the the lack of control that people had um, was a really big deterrent early on too. You know, and and, and probably still to this point. Um, I guess over my personal life over the last couple of years, I've had that really, really challenged um, in multiple ways. So going through a divorce um, really, really challenged that personally for me where, you know, actions, you know, still don't have a full control over what your, I guess, outcome can be in a life. Um, but also, you know, there's some, you know, the, what life does and what, what it can do and the amazing life that I live now, um, you know, but in that current moment, like I was unsure because there was no control. Um, giving up control at the gym by allowing new trainers and things like that come in and, and I, I have probably realized over those years that I had become a control, um, I guess, freak if you want to call it that, where I'd like to take control of how the outcome is going to be and what I, I learned is that we are no, <laughs> we're not in massive control of a lot of things, to be honest. We're only really in control of ourselves. And, um, you know, that saying of, uh, you know, we're only in control of how we react to something is really, really prevalent right now. You know, it's not, we can't control the virus. We can't control the restrictions that are placed on us. We can't control, I guess, you know, losing a job or, those types of things, these are things that are going to be happening. We need to control our reaction, our action that's come off the back of that. Um, I did a lot of a lot of self-development in the last couple of years around that because it really was, I guess, a, yeah, like I watched myself just as much as I watch others and I wanted to really work hard on on that place and I'm, I'm glad that I did and I guess the the biggest um, thing that I took out of that was more of a stoic philosophy. And you may have heard me say, talk about how I have sort of, you know, started to live closer to the lines of that, of a, a stoic philosophy. And there's the stoic philosophy is, you know, one of their main rules or, <laughs> um, you know, guidelines are is that um, you can only control what you can control. I have a... Um, a daily creed that I started in January one this year. It's a laminated piece of paper that goes up into my shower, into my shower. Um, it's stuck up there. You can uh, ask Danielle, my my lovely lady that comes and she trains with us and cleans my 
um, house. <laughs> um, she would have seen it, I'm sure. Um, it's my daily creed and I have my goals on it. It has some daily freedoms and weekly commitments and I read it every morning to put myself in a good uh, you know, mindset. It gets my affirmations, again, it gets my language to myself um, in the best pace possible, which we we're talking about before. But the daily creed leads off exactly like this. And guys, this has been pretty close to my heart, but I want to share it with you guys too because I think it would be really, really helpful. Um, it says, God, grant me the serenity to, the, to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Now, that's not my words. It's the serenity prayer. In no means am I um, religious in sort of that type of way, but I'm definitely in my own religion in the universe. I believe in, in a higher power or in the universe itself. As me being part of that universe and me being in control of it, I talk out loud, knowing that I'm, I have my space and my place in what I can control. Um, and those words have been really powerful to me, and they've been even more powerful in this time right now. Yeah, so the work that I've done in the past, so you know, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Yeah, you think right now, what are, what are the things I can't change? How do I get to a place where I have serenity with those things that I can't change? How And then the courage to change the things I can. Where can I gather courage to stand up against the things I can? What can I do to change my current situation if I'm no longer happy with it? Is there anything, what's the opportunity here for me? What's the best, base, uh, best case scenario? Um, what can I use this time to do? And then... The wisdom to know the difference, and that's the hard one, guys. The wisdom to know the difference, whether this is the things I cannot change or whether it's something I need to have courage to, and that's that's the daily battle, that's the daily challenge, and that's the challenge that I've accepted to try and go through that and live closer to that. And it's really, really powerful, guys. So, you know, going into a place where you know don't become reflective and start to see whether you're actually trying to control things that can't be controlled because um, you're not going to win that game and then coming back and seeing what you can control and trying to change those things. Um, I feel probably from my perspective, um, they're, those types of things are just one of the big broad things that I've seen in the whole environment across the, across the board, across the Gold Coast, across Australia, across the world. Um, but in my little environment, my industry, what I've massively noticed in the fitness and health industry is that we're facing, especially with my clients, you know, the current situation, having to adapt and do different things, um, is that we're facing an actual new beast. And the new beast is having to do training via online or by yourself and regardless of corona regardless of covid whatever again sorry to be ignorant but what are we calling it people would struggle with that 95 percent of the time um unless you've done a sport that is you know very very individual um and had to take on its own self-discipline that is a a harder thing to uh master than what most people are giving it credit so if you're losing your way there, don't beat yourself up. Bring yourself back. Start to become a bit more present and see that this is actually the beast that you're facing. It's not 
COVID and this, it's they're two separate different things. Um, trying to train on your own and having a program like that is actually its own thing and it's a challenge. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to look at that as a challenge and explore that. Explore how you feel about it. Explore why things aren't happening or why they are. And just look down that rabbit hole and look at yourself and see how we can, I guess, make ourselves better through that. It is honestly, I was speaking to someone on the phone a couple of days ago, I think it was Kate Balladian, um, and I just said, yeah, it's a, it's a new thing. I've been doing Ironman. I've had online coaches before um, for business and for triathlon, and I guess I've had to face these things already in front of me uh, in being self-accountable but also accountable to someone that um, is through a TV screen or through a laptop rather than um, right in front of me. And building that um, self-accountability, that self-discipline. And I think of it, I think far out, you know what? If we can do that, if we can all do that, you're going to have a greater time coming out the backside of this um, situation and your training is going to take an upward turn. You will, you will get a coach and then go even better. Um you'll be looking after yourself even more. You build that self-discipline, you build that self-accountability and you're just going to get better. But it's going to take time. You're not going to master that in a day and it's a beast of its own. Um, if you were to have to go online normally, we would probably use work as a, an excuse why not to do it. Now we don't have that excuse there. It's like I'm not sure and I'm unmotivated and I'm super present around this moment and I can't, I don't know why the fuck it's not happening. But so that's something I've just noticed myself like, as a business owner in the fitness industry, that was one thing that um, we've had to do. We've had to bounce and, and move ourselves onto an online space and that's super challenging for me personally because normally, again, I'm in front of people and, and I'm a big uh, extrovert and talk to people and I interact with people every day, whereas now it's uh, sitting down in front of a laptop, um, very impersonal. And don't get me wrong, I'm struggling struggling with it myself in my own right, but I'm trying to face those struggles and see why I'm struggling with it and see uh, how I can conquer those uh, rather than just throwing the hands up in the air. You know, I'm a big coach on accountability and online is really, really tough for me because I have to, you know, take a reflection of, you know, why people might not be doing a session or, um, you know, is it being done properly and all these types of things. But that's all my own stuff. That's not theirs. It's not to be projected on them. It's my own um, things and just trying to find ways in, in which to get, help people to accomplish what they would like to achieve rather than um, what I'm – my personal you know, control issues, I guess, over whether the program is being done or not. So it's, it's, a, it's a really big time of reflection, guys, you know, so you can start to see, oh, okay, this is what's happening. These are the types of things I'd like to do. And I guess that's where we want to really, really dial in on and see are we, are we working on ourselves or, again, like, like I said before, are we seeing this as an opportunity um, to come out better or are we seeing this as a restriction and a, and a negative connotation on it? Um, one of the things that I always used to talk about in the gym, I don't know if I've spoken about it on the podcast, maybe, was that I, that I never judge people on 
the good times. When I say judge, I mean I, I make a, everyone makes a judgment of whether you're going to bring someone closer into a circle. Um, you know, you're going to trust someone, uh, and 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 so on and so forth. So I, my me personally, you know. Obviously, I, have to, I would judge whether I put my wallet next to that person at the table if I trust them or not, similar things like that. I don't mean judge them in an outwardly projection, but I never judge anyone on when the sun is shining, I guess, is what I used to say. And uh, I only judge them when things turn to shit and I see how they react then. And that's what comes up and we have these things called uh, stress signatures and we have to realize that the signature part to that is it's our personal, it's me, what I do, you know, what you do in that in a time of stress. No one else, it's your own stress signature. And you know, do you get angry? Do you get sad? Do you lock yourself away? Do you drink alcohol? Do you take drugs? Do you do exercise? Do you do excessive exercise to run away from the fact of the issues? You know, and really, really being in a place there where we see what happens when we get into our bad times. And that's why I say I always judge people on their bad times um, and see how they react and see what you know, what type of courage they have. You know, It doesn't mean they need to be impenetrable, but if they're courageous and honest and compassionate in those times and they can make still make decisions from their best self and still make decisions based on love rather than fear, um, they're going to come out a stronger, better person, you know. So you may have heard that that uh, that saying from, or well not saying that uh, conversation with Jim Carrey. We make decisions in either love or fear, uh, and that predicts our future life, you know. So that's where we're going to decide: are we making decisions from from a fear-based decision or from a love-based decision? I guess, guys. You know, I'm trying my best to reenact what I did before and talk about <laughs> as best I can um, the previous podcast that I did. Even this whole time, I've had this little person in the back of my head um, saying to me, is this as good as the last one? Don't forget that bit. Don't forget that, uh, which is really interesting because I'm reading a book right now um, that it was... was um, Suggested to me by Bianca, uh, Bianca's sister Brooke and and the dad Alan, um, Soul for Happy, and it's a a book about an equation on on happiness, and they talk about having the brain and yourself disassociated as two different things. So your brain is not you; it's just a that's a part of the process. Um, and we're going to start to teach it to tell us to bring better thoughts and bring shove those ones, not shove those ones away, but bring a bring a better thought to me. So I just had that moment actually. Then it's quite uh, strange of bring me a better thought. <laughs> uh, teaches you to say bring you a better thought, and the better thought was like you you're, you're doing your best here, and uh, hopefully people are going to get a lot from this. I want to leave you guys with my best tip for moving forward and it's it's going to be three s's and hopefully that can stick into the into the mind and and uh and travel on with you through this time i know we're not all struggling guys but we we, we want i'm trying to give you something to to work on when we do 
Um, but my best tip for this this current current environment, this current COVID action, um, is self assessment, self awareness, and self improvement. Okay, guys. So start to start with the top. Start to assess how you've been creating or making decisions. Where they've been coming from. Are they been coming from a place of fear or love? Um, how are you interacting with people? How have you been communicating with people? Um, then start to become self-aware when you're in that current moment, in that situation. When you're in the conversation, start to become aware of how you are. Whether you're having an anxiety attack, become aware then how how you are, what what what's going through your mind. Start to start to analyze again. Make that assessment. Make the awareness, and then start to put in self improvement, guys. Start to put in place these things we can right now. I truly think we've been given a massive opportunity here, guys. Where things have slowed down. We're not so focused on a materialistic view of the world anymore. We can start to become grateful and and reflect on what we missed, what we want to leave back there, and start to move forward in a new direction. It's an opportunity, guys, to, to come out better. Let's take it. Let's take this opportunity and move two hands and, and run with it. I was, oh, I'm not, I'm not shitting you guys. Fucking 35, uh, 45 minutes ago, I was sitting in the gym nearly in tears that I had lost this podcast. And I had to lean on these things that I just talked about literally two hours before that and said, fucking stop worrying about the shit you can't control. Start taking control with two hands of the things you can. So that's what I've done, guys. I've, I've left you there with my, my thoughts, my my opinions, my my beliefs. So hopefully it's done some work, some, hopefully it's done some help. If you guys can do something massively for me, guys, and that would be if you did get something from it, please share it. Please share it around. This is a free service from myself. It's more of a, a repayment or a commitment to to helping others because I've been helped in the past um, for many coaches, for many books, for many, many different uh, avenues. And I want to try and give back. Um, and this is my way to do that. But it only works if people actually get to hear it. So, guys, I fucking truly believe that we can get through this. This is easy work. <laughs> um, I say to the... Uh, <laughs> I say to the boys that I do my Ironman with, I say to the boys that um, I do, I did Samson with, we've got a little little catchphrase, a little thing when uh, things go and get, <laughs> they go and get stuff. Um, and it's, we've got this easy work, hoorah. So I'm going to leave you with that, guys. Please share. If you get the opportunity to do that for me, I'd really, really appreciate it. The easiest way to do that, guys, is to take a snapshot of the, um, a screenshot of the podcast, share it on your Instagram and tag me in it, Blake67 or at BMF Crew. We'll reshare it. We'll share the love around, guys. I'm going back on. 
I'm back into it. If you, if I drop off the planet again, fucking get into me. All right, kick me up the ass because I feel like I've got some stuff to share and I really want to get it off my chest and I've done that today. Last but not least, I'm, I didn't in my last podcast with Dom and I um, was shitty about it. I forgot to say my, my little catchphrase to finish off and it's onwards and upwards, guys. Thank you.